I think yoga is the practice of paying attention. On this podcast, Yoga Strong, we talk about what paying attention on the mat, what being aware and being present, whether you're in the studio or out of the studio or in the kitchen or with your family or with your friends in connection, in your heart, in your head. What does paying attention look like for your life? That's what this podcast is all about. That's what Yoga Strong is about. It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. And let's cue a dance party. Oh my gosh, that would be so fun, right? (laughs) I love dancing. Oh, last day of 2019, as this podcast is released, you might be listening since 2020. I've decided that 2020 is just fun to say, like we like repetition, right? So 2020. Um, I think I mentioned that in the last podcast, but here we are, <laughs> the the eve of 2020. And today I want to give a little a little short snippet of, of how I kind of go into a new year. And hopefully as we reflect back on, on 2019, um, it is a full year of attention, right? And and hopefully we've had a full spectrum where we're like, wow, we did a lot of things in 2019. It was heavy. It was light. It was joyful. There was sadness. There was, there was there. Hopefully there was the entire range of the human experience in 2019. And if we can see it all, then that means that we're paying attention and that we're alive and that we're human and that it was a life worth living and that we learned, hopefully, along the way, because if we can see those things, then it means that we're learning something. I'm going to begin today with a, a poem, well, a reading from a book called The Poetry of Impermanence, Mindfulness, and Joy, edited by John Brem. In this, in the introduction, it says, mindfulness of impermanence leads to joy. Living in the full knowledge that everything changes, changes everything. It loosens our grasp and lets the world become what it truly is, a source of amazement and amusement. I just love this. I've read this in classes before, and if you've come to my class, maybe you've heard this, but that mindfulness of impermanence leads to joy. When we know that, that, that nothing is solid, we know that the only thing constant is change, then we can kind of relax into the joy of things. Right? Like we don't know what change is going to happen. I I just look at the end of this year. I, there's a lot of things that have happened for me this last this last several months. And you know, m- my husband and I separated uh, several months ago, and um, that's all. You know, I'm I. We'll do another podcast on that here, probably this next month, and I'll have him on here, and we'll talk about that and and uh, where we're at with that, and holidays and the kids and stuff, and and I've started this podcast, and I've run one round of a teacher mentorship, and I have another round coming up, and I am elated. Like this, it feels the things that I'm I'm looking forward to and, and uh, creating, and for this next year are like I I feel exactly like where I'm supposed to be. Um, I uh, am booking traveling and retreats and I, I'm doing things in this last couple of months that I, that I wouldn't have even thought of at the beginning of the year. In January, I, I couldn't have even thought of being here and, and the full range of emotions and um, I'm, where my head has been and, mental, and mentally, um, like I've, 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 I've done all the things, I've felt all the things. And I am grateful for that. And knowing that 
the only thing constant is change and living in the knowledge that everything changes it does change everything because where I'm at now you know in one moment I can be like great today is amazing I'm like oh my gosh now today this is what I'm feeling because in a single day we feel a lot of different things but knowing that everything changes it like it says here, it loosens our grasp and lets the world become what it truly is, a source of amazement and amusement. I think of it as a sense of awe, like it's a sense of awe that I get to be alive and I get to have this whole experience and all of this range of emotion and all these different opportunities and adventures to figure out who I am and how I want to show up in the world and I am here to pay attention to it all because it it does fill me with amazement and amusement and awe and joy. And that does not mean that sometimes it does not drop me on the ground and I'm in tears. That happens too. But that is part of the amazement of it. So let's go into... New Year's. Here we are going into New Year's. This is what I do. I don't set, uh, I, I usually, typically, I mean, again, things can change. I don't set any goals for uh, the coming year as far as um, food or, or movement or I, I, some of those things are just ongoing, right? Like a, a January one is arbitrary. Uh, you know, maybe some people like to set goals from their birthday year, like the day of their birthday. And I think for me, what I have really liked the last several years was having a word of the year. And even if it's already 2020, when you're listening to this, you can still come up with a word. Cause again, <laughs> it's an arbitrary January one, right? Like you, you can choose when, whenever you want to begin. And I even say that for, for yoga class, when I am teaching yoga and, and I say, okay, this is, this is the start. Like after we leave this class, it's a, it's another, it's a new day, right? After everything we do, it says, okay, new thing. We're, this is a new day. And when we wake up in the morning, it's, it, it's like, okay, new day, set it, set the new intention. Maybe it's 1 PM, maybe it's 7 PM, maybe it's 10 AM. When you wake up in the morning and you set an intention for the day, what time do you wake up? Are you somebody who's awake at 3 AM? Are you awake at 9 a.m.? Do you sleep during the day and then wake up at night and go to work so your morning is like 9 p.m.? So morning time is also arbitrary. Like it, like you can have the opportunity to set yourself up to win the day at any time of the day. Like, okay, this is the start. Now I'm starting my day. It's not a restart. This is, this is the start. Great. Let's do this. So this past year, 2019, my word for the year was Go. And kind of a sub word for that would be the word yes, like just yes and go. And uh, in, in a way of using that word to make myself do things and say, this is the year that I do things. This is the year that I go, that I get out of my own way and I go and do the things that I want to do, that I've been wanting to do, that I've felt called to do, go go do the things. And I feel like it has served my soul well to have that word. And it's very much been a call to action. And um, there's been a lot of action this year. (laughs) So I think it worked. (laughs) And uh, for 2020, so for 2020, 
my my word for 2020 is going to be trust and all the things that I'm putting in motion and the places I'm going. And I think this, you know, 2019 has been a year of, of brave. And um, now that things are, are moving, I have to trust and I have to trust. It's not necessarily a trust in other people. It's like a lot of trust in myself, a lot of trust in the universe like in a bigger picture in a picture that I can't see, I'm not aware of. And in a picture where I'm like, okay, where, where, what direction do I want to go? And where do I see myself right now? And in four months and in eight months and, and maybe next year. And, and beyond that, I'm, I'm not even quite sure, but I'm going to trust that I'm moving. I'm in, in flow right now and I'm not in a force place. And when it feels like a force and the, the, there, you can feel an anxiety build up in your chest and there's just, and a worry. And, um, for me, I feel a lot of, uh, overwhelm. It's hard to sleep. There's a lot of trepidation. And when I feel in flow, there is a joyfulness with it. And there is still a hell of a lot of work to do for uh, while you're being in flow, but there's a lightness to it in that it's like, Oh, this is exactly where I should be. And this is a situation that uh, I can navigate. And that's how it feels right now. So my word for 2020 is trust. And kind of a subword for that is rise. Like trust and rise. Like it's time to rise. And uh, to not just like live and trust like, oh, I'm just going to trust you. No, like rise, do the work. Like I can't just like sit around and trust. Like I actually have to do the work. So it's kind of a combination of I'm going to trust that all these things are going to move forward and that it's going to be the places that I need to be. And I'm going to do the things and I'm going to do the work. I'm going to trust myself to do the work and to stay with it. And I'm going to rise up to the challenge. I'm going to rise up in bravery. I'm going to rise up in curiosity. I'm going to rise and, and meet the things as they come. And it's all going to work out. I'm going to trust and I'm going to rise. So that is my 2020 word. And, you know, I, I really like that uh, I've been reading Dare to Lead by Brené Brown. And it's the only book actually of hers that I have. Um, I'm almost all the way through it. And I've mostly listened to it on Audible. And in it, there's a section on braving trust. And she talks about, you know, trust within a team and organization. But she also talks about the basics of self-trust. And... Um, how important it is to trust yourself. And I think I often actually a lot about, about this now and, and where am I trusting myself and, and keeping promises to myself is a form of trusting myself when I say I'm going to do something. And if I haven't done it and broken that trust with myself. So I think right now, part of that is it for trust as well Is like, I I've said, I'm going to do these things now. I, Bonnie, trust yourself. Like you need to trust yourself. You need to hold through on your promises and which makes, which also requires saying no to something so you can say yes to something else or saying yes to said things. So you're going to need to say no to something else. So being aware of that as well and developing self-trust. And, and so in this book here, if you have this book, it's page 234, 233, 234. She talks about the basics of self-trust if you if you have the book and want to find it. But, you know, she, she goes through this and she has an acronym to the word braving. 
And um, she says, she talks about boundaries. And did I respect my own boundaries in a situation? Was I clear with myself? And reliability, like could I count on myself? Accountability, did I hold myself accountable or did I blame others? Uh, vault, did I honor the vault? Meaning did I share or not share appropriately or stop at the people who are sharing inappropriately stories or information that wasn't theirs to share? Integrity, did I choose comfort, courage over comfort? Did I practice my values? Did I do what was right or did I opt for the fast and easy? Non-judgment, non did I ask for help when I needed it? Was I judgmental about needing help? Did I practice non-judgment with myself? And generosity, was I generous towards myself? Did I have self-compassion? Did I talk to myself with kindness and respect and like someone I love? And I just really like this because I think in goal setting and you know, everybody does it a little bit differently, but I think trust actually and trusting yourself and, and really holding yourself accountable for things and, and being really realistic about the goals that you have and making sure your goals are measurable. And if you have a goal, like I just want to feel better, like feel better. Isn't a good goal. <laughs> How do you know when you feel better? It needs to be something you can actually measure. It needs to be something that you can be like, oh, I wasn't doing this and now I'm doing this. I want to learn how to swim. Okay, well, how are you going to know you, you, like, how are you going to measure that? Well, I'm going to take swim classes and I'm going to go swimming this many days and I'm going to learn how to breathe with side stroke. I, this is funny that I'm talking about swimming. I actually am not awesome at swimming and I don't know how to breathe with side stroke. So it actually be real great for me. <laughs> Um, that's not going to be a goal for me, <laughs> but um, it would be something that's measurable, right? You could actually say like, oh, I can do this now, or I'm doing this this as many times. So just to feel better or something very broad is not a good goal. So if you are a goal setter, just make sure that it's something measurable. Make, and then make sure it's something that is sustainable. If you jump out of the gate and are sprinting after it, and you're like, yes, I'm going to do this, and then you know, two weeks in, you're like, I'm going to die. Actually, like everything else that I've said yes to that I need to do is falling by the wayside because I made a goal that is way too steep, too fast. So it needs to be something that's sustainable. So what's a small step that you can take? Maybe there's something big you want, or maybe there's some, something that you're like, I know I want to step towards this place. What's something small and sustainable that I can take? Like what step is that that I can take to get myself eventually to this bigger picture that's not going to burn me out? and not going to put everything else on the back burner that, that has to still stay in my life. And uh, trying to find those places. Going back to Brené Brown here, she says, trust is built in small moments. And I, I really love that. I, I think that is true for relationships. And I think that's true for ourselves. And, you know, it, it's, it's in the small check-ins. It's in it's in showing up. It's in, I think you can find it in quiet moments. I think it's in the small things. And sometimes there's really big things that happen. And sometimes it's a bunch of small things that happen. And trust is built just one little layer on top of each other. And trusting that you are going to show up for yourself and believe in yourself and believing in your own worthiness. And then that, if you can cultivate that for yourself, you can then hold that larger picture with those same sort of beliefs for other people. 
and allow yourself to trust other people and allow yourself uh, grace when you deal with other people that they are in that process of trying to trust themselves and and then you know expanding that out and saying you know what there is a bigger picture than just me and my spirituality you know has has shifted from from what i grew up believing as a child and young adult and adult i i you know growing up um in a christian religion i I have definitely shifted my way of believing and I very much still consider myself a, a spiritual person. I believe that everybody needs spirituality and, and having a trust in a bigger picture than you. And, and I, I don't know so many things and there's so many things that none of us can know and having a trust that, that, that there is a bigger picture and trusting that it's going to be okay and I don't have to know everything and it's going to be okay and I'm going to stay in the work and I'm going to rise with it and I am going to find amazement and awe and joy and amusement in it and that is exactly what I want like to find the joy in the work that's what yoga is that's what paying attention is to find the joy in the work. That's like finding the edge that's super juicy. That's, oh, that's the place that feels good. Be like, oh, this is it. This is it. And so much of that has been brought together for me with the connection with other people. And the people that I have connected with throughout this whole year, oh, it just makes me emotional. How many emotional things in podcasting? <laughs> I talk out loud. Because... <laughs> I am blown away by the people that I know and the way that I have connected with other people. And, and I am so grateful for it. And as I move into 2020 now and lean into trust and rise up and stay in the work and stay in the joy and the work, I invite you to come along in that too. And I hope you trust yourself and I hope that you find the opportunities to rise in the work with joy. And whatever word or words or phrase or mantra you want to take on for 2020, and maybe that doesn't call for you, and maybe you're going to go and learn how to swim, <laughs> go do that. But let me know. Send me a message. Let me, let me know. on. Uh, I'll post this on, on Instagram. You, know, you can send me a DM there. You can send me an email. You can do those things. And you know, I, I get quite a few messages and I really try to respond and um, and uh, I will try my very best to get back to you and I would love to hear from you and, and leaving a comment on, on Instagram is great and I just hope that, I hope that 2020 is a year where you find clarity and confidence and trust and next podcast will be in the new year. And there's so much good coming. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here at the beginning of this ride of 2019. Uh, the end of 2019, but the beginning of this podcast, 2019. And uh, I'll see you in the new year. Mwah.